Hello and welcome to the Living with Long Covid podcast. My name is Julie. I'm a registered nurse in the UK. I went from frontline worker to Covid patient in May 2020 and subsequently I'm now living with Long Covid. I decided to create this podcast to share my personal lived experience of living with Long Covid, the impact this has had on your has on your personal and professional life. A little disclaimer at this point, this podcast is in no way a medical podcast. I'm not giving professional advice. If you do require any help from a medical professional, please seek help. I intend to use this platform to explore, discuss and learn together more about long COVID and how long haulers can live well with long COVID. Um, And I'm really pleased that you could join me today. So this is episode two. And um, I wanted to talk today about relapse. Um, Before I do, um, following on from episode one, where I discussed living with a voice distortion, you'll hear improvement in my voice, uh, which is really great, um, as it's difficult to constantly having to explain what what is the matter with my voice um, over and over, uh, why I sound the way I do. Um, I often get asked, have you got laryngitis? Um, Oh, you sound dull and well, you maybe need to go um, have a lay down. Um, Anyway, today um, I thought I would explore possible reasons why my voice had progressively got worse. Um, As you heard in the last podcast, um, I was experiencing what is known as a relapse. So what is a relapse? Well, a relapse for me makes me feel much worse than usual. It exacerbates um, my symptoms um, and sometimes I have new symptoms appear, unfortunately. It's really um, it's really difficult because um, you don't know really, there's no rhythm or rhyme to a relapse. Um, or I didn't think so till recently, um, and I do seem to have a little bit of a pattern, but I'll speak about that a bit more later on. Um, so why do we have relapses? Well, currently, there's not a great deal of, of um, explanation. Doctors are unclear. Um, research isn't you know, in full swing as to what causes COVID. So we're going to have little known about why we have relapses. Um, in the first place so for me um, what I've kind of noticed so going back to just um, the the rhythm and rhyme I I, when I first had a relapse it was just a really scary time um, because I thought I was getting worse again Um, I've never felt fully healthy and well truthfully um, since May 2020 but I have had periods where I don't feel as bad, if that makes sense. Um, so when I had my first relapse, I thought I was starting everything all over again. Um, I was I was so unwell. I I felt really frightened, um, and I just kind of all of my symptoms exacerbated, as I say. So the brain fog increased, which. We'll, we'll discuss brain fog in more detail on another podcast. But the brain fog increased, the fatigue increased. Um, I would get rashes for, for no reason in, in strange places. Um, I would get COVID tours. Um, I 
I would have headaches. I wake up feeling like I've got a hangover every day of the week and I can't even drink alcohol anymore. And again, that's probably for another podcast. So, um, yeah, basically, I'm at a point today where my voice has got some improvement, but I have been going through a, a relapse and I know this now by as I said the symptoms that'll happen so for me what tends to happen is um, I get COVID, my COVID toes um, if you don't know what COVID toes are they appear like chillblains do on your toes um, they're really sore and uncomfortable and it can be really difficult to to even put your shoes on and, and walk um, anywhere they become very discolored as well and my feet are always like ice, so I can't actually warm them up. Um, what whatever I do, um, they just will not warm up. So it tends to start like that for me, and then it seemingly my voice will start um, to have um, a, a grainier tone, should we say, and eventually it will sound like it did on the last podcast, or even worse. Um, I get more increased fatigue um, and with that, I associate that with with getting an increase in my brain fog uh, as well. So, you know, it's, I I don't know how long that's going to last when it does happen Um, and it's it's really hard um, to deal with really. It's really hard to explain to people sometimes that, you know, uh, one moment you seemingly picking up with your health if you like you can you can go for a walk or you know you're able to um, meet with friends and what have you and you know the next moment you haven't got the energy to to get up um, off the sofa or, or out of bed um, and you're doing all you can to just get through the day really so um there's lots of symptoms, lots of symptoms to my to my relapses, and some will be the same as as people, who other people that have long COVID, and and some of them differ because there's an, an absolute huge list now, to my knowledge, um, of varying symptoms. Um, I get really dry and thirsty, even though I drink um plenty of fluids. I said in the last podcast, I was previously a bladder and bowel nurse practitioner, so, um. <laughs> I um I've always made sure I drink plenty of fluids, um and always encourage everybody else to as well. So, um, but I can't quench my thirst. Um, as I said, I have um I have headaches, um and you know general muscle pain. I get restless. I call it less restless body rather than restless legs now because it will often start off in my legs, but my whole body just feels so strange and and you know restless and no matter what I do whether I stand up sit down lay down whatever I do my it just is very strange sensation and then often painful as well um I get chest pains and pains when I breathe in and out um I get really weird sensations in my arms pins and needles um feeling of numbness um, in my arms the list can go on and and a lot of the time as well I can't actually remember everything um, succinctly to sort of say how things happen um, and again that will be when when the brain fog um, likes to rear its head as well 
So that can be really difficult. Um, I think when you have long COVID, it can sometimes feel like a really lonely place to be because, you know, it is quite new. Um, and I know it's been likened to varying um, conditions out. But I think because with long COVID, um, it's, as I said, it's, it's not completely understood at this particular point why somebody continues on with these symptoms um, after having COVID when it, you know, is seemingly initially a respiratory problem. Um, and we're just going to have to wait really for that research to come out to really know the actual answers for that. So it can be a really lonely place because people don't always understand um, and that will see you at different times. So they might see you when you're not feeling as bad. Um, but I would imagine if you're anything like me, nobody sees you when you really do crash because you, you're not going to be going anywhere. So I think it's really important that we, you know, we think about that when with somebody with long COVID, um, that they may relapse. And, you know, you think about yourself. For me, um, now I sort of take a step back and think, what can I do to help myself? And that is not, it's not always easy. And it's breaking down the symptoms for me. And what I try and do is work to make each symptom a little bit better. Um, if I can, it's not always possible. Um, so for instance, with my brain fog, um, if, <laughs> if the fatigue isn't doing me over, <laughs> I will try and do some brain training. So I use... Um, I'll use an app on my phone to train my brain five, ten minutes a day uh, to try and keep it active. Um, I'm not suggesting it is a miracle cure. Um, I go up and down with this. Sometimes I think, wow, you know, I'm really working on that brain fog. And then other times, um, you know, <laughs> it doesn't feel like it's done anything other than make me feel more tired. So, you know, that's one one thing I do for the, for the brain fog. Um the fatigue I find the hardest for me um, when I'm in a relapse because, um, and, and we're all the same, everybody's got their, their own lives uh, with their own situations and family and children perhaps, partners, uh, commitments, work, etc. that they want to take care of and want to be able to, to um, continue on with, you know, our lives basically. Um, and that can be really, really challenging to be able to maintain that. But so the, the idea that suggests is that you pace. Um, I'll admit right now, I'm terrible for pacing um, because I have always been on the go, which I know many people will. And, you know, I've always been one of these people that if anything kind of hits you, you think, right, I'll power through it. I'm going to get through it. And the one thing I was advised at the very beginning of this um, by a, a respiratory th physiotherapist is that you can actually power through um, long COVID, you've got to work with it. And this is where pacing apparently comes in. So yeah, so if you can pace, please do try. Um, and obviously for thirst, I drink more. Um, but, you know, um, I already drink an adequate amount. So I sometimes will just suck some mints or something to try and just keep my mouth fresh um, and to try not to try to not feel so dry because 
um, it's horrible feeling feeling dry and unhydrated um, and you know the <laughs> the one thing I've not been able to find anything for to help and if anybody out there does have any suggestions I'm more than open to them um, is the restless legs and, and body um, I just can't seem to to do anything with that and when that does happen um I don't sleep well um I, I get insomnia anyway so I find sleeping difficult at the best of times so if there's something else to add to that it makes it really difficult so um that that's uh, I find that a challenge as well so I will also try even in my moments of relapse to to keep active where possible and obviously I've just said about pacing so everybody's um capabilities will be different and you should always listen to your own body um but I will try to at least go for a walk even if it's around the block um I will try to do 10 minutes of yoga um I try to maintain my breathing exercises anyway because obviously that's a big part of 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 maintaining my voice as I said in the previous podcast um I think again (laughs) one of the things I'm not spectacular at is the emotional um um side of of long covid and living with it um I've had many people you know um say when am I going to be myself again you know when is this ever going to end and I think for me um i've pondered on this and i've come to the conclusion that the person that i was is never going to be the person that i am anymore so what my take on this now and trying to make it more positive is that i need to work on the person that i am able to be as effectively and positively and you know um fabulously <laughs> as as i can to be able to live as healthy as possible with long covid because we still don't know what the outcome will be long term if it is long term it might not be you know um so that's something that i i try to do it's not easy um you know you're trying to accept some of the things that you once was able to do that you you can't anymore um or at least at this point um so again i mentioned earlier on so i can't drink alcohol um i don't know how other people are with that um i have seen on a group that i'm part of that um there are people like myself that have the same sort of symptoms so um obviously this was about relapse um but part of um a part of relapse like I said is all of the symptoms so from an alcohol perspective if I drink alcohol um I instantly feel hungover I get an absolutely excruciating headache excruciating headache um and it's kind it's just not worth it because I wake up feeling like I've got a hangover every day anyway but it will just be so much worse um and you know so I've I've abstained so I'm saying all of this but I've actually abstained from alcohol for over a year now I've not actually tried it again because um the last time just left me feeling so ill and because I'm not in a reasonable place to even try it again 
it's just not something it's not a big part of my life um right now I don't need it to be but it does make a difference to who I was um and the um things that I used to do and going out with people friends and my family um it you know I I kind of try and tell myself it doesn't make a difference um but things do because you do find that some people no longer ask you to do certain things because you know they know you're not going to be drinking alcohol so uh which is challenging um for me because (laughs) I want to challenge and I do challenge them and sort of say I am still you know able to go places without drinking alcohol so anyway I'm going off on a tangent there so so relapse yeah I think the one the one thing that um is not spoken about because we're talking about physical symptoms there but obviously there's lots of emotional symptoms um and you know that really does impact on on mental health certainly mine um and so I feel I feel really upset um when I when I go into a relapse like I said the first one was just really scary because I thought I was getting exceptionally unwell again since then and seeing this sort of pattern of what will happen with me um I kind of know it's going to come on I don't know how long it's going to last but I do feel really low about it um and I try not to because as I've said before I try and look on the positive side of everything if possible um but I will feel like I, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do um, even a little bit of what I've regained back. Um, I also worry that, um, you know, am I going to be worse with some symptom coming out the other end, which hasn't happened, I would say. I generally plateau, um, but it's it's um, it's still not a nice experience at all because, you know, you do have people that say, oh, you unwell again. And I start feeling like a hypochondriac in some ways. And it really is not that at all. Um, and I haven't really discussed my emotions with many people and how this has impacted me and how frightened I have been. And um, that fear of your own your own immortality. Um, and I did have times when I thought I was going to die. Um, and... You know, again, we'll we can talk about that uh, in more depth in an, another another podcast. Um, but so, I think understanding relapses more is important, and everybody's maybe different to them. And as I say, you can get some new, weird, and wonderful symptoms that go along with your relapse. Um, and you know, it's 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 challenging. I'm lucky I do have a good doctor and I contact the doctor um, she likes me too when um, when I am, I, I am having a relapse or when anything new does happen um, and she she contacts me and, and we have a bit of a chat um, she's been very honest and said she's very limited as to what she can do at this particular point because it is symptom management um, so I think as I said um I I will try and just manage my symptom, symptom by symptom. I think the the other thing to sort of say is that 
you know it's it is different for for everybody um and we really have to be clear that it is something to do with the long covid that it is a relapse and that we're not confusing something that might be happening that is in addition to long covid um in regard to your health so again always always get anything checked out if you're not sure about it and I do often see people on the uh, support groups um, which the support groups are, are fantastic and I I found um, sort of solace in being able to to see other people um, experiencing a similar thing to me so that you feel sort of a little bit reassured in some strange way but you do um, but at the same time when I say to um, get some advice and some help I, I do mean from a medical professional not a support group because you know you, it, like I said it, it may be that you're experiencing something that isn't um, to do with the um, to, to do with the long COVID so I would always recommend that you do get some some additional support okay so um I hope this has been interesting and helpful and um, as I said if you uh, did want to contact me um, then you are more than welcome uh, to, to do that um, I am contactable at Instagram it's Julie Taylor 9545 I look forward to hearing from you and speaking with you on the next podcast as always please take care and I will see you soon